the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's my pleasure to introduce the uh, prosecutor for Cuyahoga County, Ohio, uh, two-term prosecutor who is running for a third now. He's got a very important primary coming up on March 19th. Michael O'Malley joins us on AM 1420, The Answer. Mr. Prosecutor, good to talk to you. How are you, sir? It's a pleasure to be here today, Bob. So... Your race is such an extraordinarily important one. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but I want everybody who doesn't understand this to know the challenge that is before you and before, quite frankly, all of us when it comes to safety and security in Cuyahoga County, for those who live there, those who work there, and those who visit there. You're being challenged by uh, a gentleman named uh, Matthew Ahn, who has apparently decided that the way... Um, prosecutors are operating in places like Los Angeles, California, San Francisco, California, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, Baltimore, Maryland, New York City, Philadelphia, and these are all places with something in common. They have extraordinarily left-wing prosecutors who do not support police and do not support putting people in prison. Mr. O'Malley, can you tell me... um, the importance of making sure that we continue to do what you have been doing in your time, and that is upholding the law and protecting the people of Cuyahoga County. Well, you you hit it right on the head, Bob. You know, this uh, March 19th, and it's unfortunate, but it's, it's we are in a race in the Democratic primary where I have a challenger from the far left who has that philosophy that we have seen pushed in other communities where you know, he's advocated to abolish the pleas, to to not press charges against individuals who are committing uh, various types of crimes. And, and, and this is an experiment that we have seen across the country. And in every incident or instance, it mm-hmm. has failed uh, horribly. And so that is the challenge uh, that I'm facing is getting the word out on how important and how critical this race is on March 19th. Yeah, it it is beyond critical. I, you know, and, and as you say, this is a Democratic primary. Typically, I'm not a huge supporter of a lot of Democrats. But in this particular case, I am in favor of law and order. You are a public servant, as far as I can tell. And I know, and I talked to Cleveland Police, um, former CPPA President Steve Loomis is a huge supporter of yours. We talk all of the time. And you actually do the job that is, regardless of what party affiliation you have, you do the job um, uh, that you have been elected to do, and that is to protect and serve the people. And that includes not being soft when it comes to uh, certain criminals. And and I want to compare and contrast you with uh, with with Mr. On, insofar as uh, your your approach toward juvenile criminals. You have made it um, your mission to make sure that even. Even offenders who are juveniles, if they do big boy crimes, they get charged with big boy crimes, and they get treated in big boy court. He has made it his mission to make sure that nobody gets bound over, if they are juveniles, into an adult court and facing the adult criminal justice system. Tell me why it's so important that you do. 
Well, you know what, Bob? First and foremost, um, within the state of Ohio, we have a law that has been passed, a constitutional you know, amendment on the Ohio Charter that is called Marcy's Law. And it, it requires myself and my staff to sit down with the victims of crime and to get their input. And I can tell you, Bob, when you talk about serious crimes and, and individuals being bound over to adult court, a vast majority, in particular the last several years, we have seen a spike in homicides committed uh, by juveniles. Over the last two years within Cuyahoga County, uh, there was 35 juveniles charged in, in 2022 and 41 charged in 2023 for aggravated murder or murder. Mm-hmm. So, um you know, part of my duties require us to sit down with these families. And when, as you put it, when you do big boy crimes, you know, you have to do uh, big boy sentences. And the reality is when we sit down with families, you know, we talk to them, we take their viewpoint seriously. Uh, and I can tell you that in most instances, these families are saying uh, having an individual uh, serve three or four years for murdering my father, my mother, my brother, my child, whoever. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not heard. And you know what? When you pull out, uh, however you do it, whether, you know, we've had instances where people are stealing cars and driving in excessive speed limits or you're pulling out a gun or a knife and you're, you're, you're harming people, you know, there has to be, you know, we always look to try to rehabilitate low-level offenders. But when you're committing these type of acts of violence, crime, a violent crime that we see far too often in our community, you know, the pendulum swings to public safety. And it's incumbent upon myself and my staff to understand that we work towards rehabilitation. But at some point, that pendulum becomes about public safety. And those individuals need to be held accountable and they need to be removed from the streets uh, for the sake of everybody else in society. And I hope when they're doing their sentences, and we've seen instances where a juvenile gets 10 or 15 or 20 years and they come out. And they're better people for it. They have learned, they have matured, and they realize that with every action, there are consequences. And, you know, when, when they do get out, it's my hope and it's my expectation that they'll be law-abiding citizens and, and lead productive lives after that. But at some point, again, you need to be held accountable. That is very well said. We are talking with the prosecutor of Cuyahoga County, Mike O'Malley. His uh, re-election primary is March 19th, of course, Ohio's primary day. He's running against a challenger named Matthew Ahn, who, as far as I can tell, is a far-left cop hater who uh, has no love for the law nor for victims, but has all kinds of concerning care for criminals. Let's talk about that for a moment. Tell me about cash bail. I'm reading an article. I've read a couple of articles, actually, about uh, Matthew on challenging you, and he has essentially said in a number of different places that uh, cash bail is not fair because too many poor criminals uh, can't bond their way out when people who are of means can, so therefore there shouldn't be cash bail largely, uh, even for, for violent crimes, which he calls, uh, excuse me, which are the opposite of what he calls crimes of desperation, things like theft and drug use and so forth. But um, Tell me where you are when it comes to cash bail and how important it is. Well, you know what? When I when I came into office, you know, we, the the prosecutors you, you would be in the room, and you know there was a wide variety of discretion. But I don't think what Matthew unrealizes is that the court has, and they've had for decades, a a department that does in depth analysis of every one of those offenders who are appearing in, in the arraignment room, and it's called the Bond Commissioner's Office. And they look at things like 
what is this particular crime? Was it a violent crime? How many priors does this have? Is this person a risk to the community? So all of those factors are being looked at. And the common police court, and I don't even know that Mr. Ron realizes that, is that these decisions are made by a judge uh, of the common police court, these, these bail decisions. And they are making these decisions based upon information of which, you know, uh, Mr. Ron has, has no idea about. And again, these decisions are being made by a, a, a judge who bases it upon uh, experienced professionals who have a lot and a great deal of training, in the, and they make recommendations to the judges. And so when these recommendations are made, we generally in my office, we will object to the bonds if there's a risk to the offender. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's a risk to the victim, say we have a violent domestic violence situation, and this individual has a history of committing violent acts after he's released, or say there's a flight risk, you commit a homicide, we will object. But generally what my staff does is, and it's my policy, is to respect the wishes of the bond commissioner's office, follow their recommendations, but we will object and demand higher bonds if there's a flight risk or there's a a risk of safety uh, to the victim. And so, you know, I I think the dilemma with Mr. Ahn is that he's never practiced in, in, in any court within the state. And he doesn't have a real good grasp of the nature of, of, of the processes, as well as the individuals that we're seeing on a daily basis. So, you know, I think he's trying to appeal to a certain uh, the voter who may think, oh, that sounds good, and they perhaps don't know better. The reality is there are experienced professionals at the Common Police Court in Cuyahoga County who make recommendations. The judges respect their recommendations, and so does my staff. We're talking with uh, Cuyahoga County Prosecutor Michael O'Malley about his reelection fight. He's got a primary. He's got a win against Matthew Ahn on March 19th. It's a Democratic primary. First of all, um, Mr. O'Malley, how can people uh, learn more about your campaign, and where can people donate to your campaign? Well, they can go uh, vote votomalley dot uh, com. We're on we are on the internet. Um, but you know what's it's it's interesting. I'm getting a great deal of support, and you know what? It's critical because, as you indicate, it's a Democratic primary. But there are many independents, and I've even had many Republicans say, you know what? For the sake of the safety in this community, I am going to pull a Democratic ballot on March 19th because I don't want our city to turn into some of these other cities that we've seen across the country. So I am I am I am glad to hear that when I do I, I get phone calls, I get texts, I get emails from people who say this race is too important and and I need to cast my ballot. And as you know, you can vote for whoever you want in the May primary and you can vote for whoever you want in the November general election. And um, like I said, I've had a great deal of people who are indicating they're going to pull that ballot specifically so their voice is heard. So our county does not fall victim to some of these other uh, communities we've seen throughout the county, yeah. uh, throughout the country with these prosecutors who are turning their heads uh, to violent crime. That's why I've uh, listed those, uh, just the ones that came to the top of my mind at the beginning of our conversation. Let's talk a little bit about how important it is for a prosecutor to have a good relationship with the police. And I say that knowing the relationship you have and the respect you have in the Cleveland Police uh, Department. Um, 
And I want to compare and contrast that to your opponent who literally, now he has erased this from his social media, hoping that nobody will ever see this again, but I have it in front of me, that in June of 2020, at the height of the riots all around the country, with cops being attacked, with buildings being burned, vandalized, and chaos and anarchy reigning, he tweeted and posted on his social media, eight steps to abolition. A world without prisons or police where we can all be safe. He has defended that, even though he erased this now from his social media, but calling for a defunding of police and ending uh, all prisons and jails, freeing those who are there now, removing police from schools, repealing all laws, criminalizing what he calls survival. It's an extraordinary thing. So, Mr. O'Malley, can you speak to that? How can somebody run for prosecutor if they don't believe in police officers that make the arrests that they then have to prosecute, and they don't believe in the prisons where the people they prosecute would be sent when they're done. How can that person possibly be a prosecutor? Well, the simple answer is, is he can't. You know what? If, if Matt had some more life experiences, he would realize that within every occupation, there are people who do wrong. Mm-hmm. And you know, after the George Floyd uh, homicide, it was probably the most disgusting murder that most Americans ha- have ever seen, or I, you know, with that television video. But again, you know, we have teachers, we have politicians, we have every walk of life in our country, every occupation who has somebody who does wrong. You know, you can be an accountant and you can be embezzling. But to try to paint an entire group of individuals, police officers, as somehow uh, enemies of the public couldn't be further from the truth. And I can tell you this, in the neighborhoods in which I've been campaigning, people realize the only thing standing between their public safety and absolute chaos is are those men and women who are driving around in squad cars, protecting them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They know that when they call 911, somebody's going to come whose interest is to help them, to keep, make sure they're safe, and to apprehend anyone who may have done them wrong. So, you know, it's critical. We work in a partnership. But again, you know, there are instances that during my tenure, we had a number of East Cleveland police officers who've done wrong, and I have moved uh, to, hold, to hold them accountable. And again, it's every walk of life, every occupation as individuals, who, who do wrong, but in most occupations, just with police, they're few and far between, and a vast majority of the public goes to work and does what's right. And to have these views, the outlandish views that, to, to, that you're going to abolish police departments or you're going to release people from prisons and jails, or even what his one of his, the posts also included that he's going to remove police from schools. Yeah. I mean, that's not acting in the public's best interest. It's a bizarre, far, far, far left viewpoint that most Americans, both Democrats, Republicans, and independents, don't hold that view. They know police are our last line of defense against the wave of crime we're seeing. Mr. O'Malley, um, and by the way, I want to re-emphasize to people your website, because I asked you about it. It's VoteOmalley.com, VoteOmalley.com. Um, and there is no punctuation, of course, in a website, so no apostrophe in O'Malley. It's just voteomalley.com, and there is a donate button there. I want to hit that because 
what you said, I was glad to hear that there are a lot of people uh, who are independents who are going to pull a Democrat ballot here, and even some Republicans. As a conservative Republican myself, I wouldn't advise any of my Republican listeners to do that only because there's such an important battle uh in the senate you know there's a senate primary and so you know they have Mm -hmm. to they have to cast their vote in that but what they can do is donate they can donate you don't have to be a democrat to donate to michael malley you can donate money to michael malley's uh campaign here which i highly recommend because the the battle here is too important to just sit on the sidelines you may not be able to pull a democrat ballot if you want to keep stay in the republican race for that uh, reason that i just mentioned but you can certainly donate to michael malley at voteomalley.com and i want to advise people of that and now speaking of donations um, I've got an article in front of me dated today um, from Signal Cleveland about funding, uh, headlined, uh, Matthew on outraises incumbent prosecutor Michael O'Malley but lags in overall cash. But what I found interesting isn't the totals that you guys have on hand for this campaign at this point in time, but I'm looking at where some of his money is coming from. Of his um, $146,400 of uh, $146,400 he brought in between July 1st and the end of 2023, 50,000 of it came from a big uh, donor in uh, Massachusetts, Mercy Bioanalytics. Another 5,000 came from a New York cryptocurrency billionaire named Michael Novogratz, CEO of Galaxy Digital Holdings. Why is there so much out-of-state money coming in in support of Matthew Ahn for the position of Cuyahoga County Prosecutor? Well, well, Bob, it's it's a, a good point. You know, his last report, he raised roughly one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Eighty-seven percent of that one hundred fifty thousand, so roughly, you know, one hundred thirty of the one hundred fifty, was from out-of-state donors. In this this current report, we saw one check alone for fifty thousand dollars from an individual in Boston, Massachusetts. What we're seeing is again. This wave that we're seeing around the country where these individuals from outside our community, outside of our state, are trying to buy the law enforcement and the court system within these urban areas. And so what we're seeing here is no different than other urban counties have seen throughout the country where people are putting their own version of justice and attempting to put that in our communities. And again, we have seen this experiment with outside money buying the prosecutors in counties throughout the country. And what we have seen in every case is an absolute disregard of of law enforcement, of enforcing the laws that are on the book, and we see absolute chaos. You know, I, I, I remember watching the national news and watching targets closing in San Francisco because people were just going in and stealing everything at will. We can't have a situation where stores... And what happened to that prosecutor, by the way? What happened to that prosecutor, Chesa Bowden? I believe they were recalled and removed from office. That's exactly right. He was recalled and removed from office because he was not literally took the side of the criminals and and not about uh, the uh, the victims, including businesses in the example you're talking about right now, and then, of course, individuals as well. I apologize for the interruption on that, Mr. O'Malley, but um, I've, I've got a caller on the line. I normally don't take calls during interviews, but this particular person I think you might want to hear from because I believe he's a pretty significant supporter of yours. Tony, can you hear us? Tony, can we punch yes. up Tony? There he is. Yes. Uh, Tony, you're on the air with Mike O'Malley. Go ahead, Tony George. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, but listen, you brought up a good point. That's what I was going to talk about, is all this money coming into Cuyahoga County for the prosecutor's race from all over the country. 
I think the people in Cuyahoga County need to ask that question. What, what do all these donors have to do with Cuyahoga County, and why are they so interested in replacing the prosecutor in Cuyahoga County? This is a scary thing. This is where all these other cities, they, they, they took it for granted. They didn't think their prosecutors could be beat. We have to take this serious. I'm glad that you're having this discussion with Mike. Mike, I'm glad that you're the prosecutor, and we're going to do everything in our power as business guys in Cuyahoga County to make sure you continue to be the prosecutor because we, we need law and order in this county because it's not good for businesses. It's not good for the residents if we have chaos. And we won't have investment in Cuyahoga County if there's not law and order. So I, I'm glad you brought up the point. I mean, who would give $50,000 and doesn't even live in Cuyahoga County? What's his interest? What's his goal? I think, you know what, Bob, I would love to. And where is his $50,000 coming from, too? Uh, You know, Tony, I would ask, because, you know, we have seen what what many people refer to as George Soros prosecutors winning elections in some of these jurisdictions that that, uh, Prosecutor O'Malley has been talking about. They they have massive campaign contributions coming from people who get their money from George Soros-funded organizations. And that is, of course, an attempt to, to buy these elections for the purposes of creating the chaos in these communities that we talk about. Go ahead. Well, we don't know where that money's coming from. We're not sure, but I could tell you this. I think you should invite on, on on the radio and ask him why he's getting all this money from outside the county and ask him if he would make a commitment that he won't accept money from outside the county. And I would I would even go further. While you got Mike O'Malley on the phone, I would ask him if he would commit to the same thing. Not to accept money. Well, Mike, Mike is with us right now, so let's let's ask him that question, Mike, right now. Uh, would you, would you be willing to open up the books on every donation you receive? Ab- you know, absolutely. You know, the last thing our community needs is a criminal justice system that that is being bought and sold by out of towners. And I would absolutely commit whether it's you know keeping money from within the state or keeping money from within Cuyahoga County. The bottom line is that. Our, our community should not be for sale to the highest bidder. And that is what you see when you have these flooding uh, of this out-of-state money. And, let, and let's be you know, realistic. The Democratic Party will, would complain and does complain when there are interests before it and out-of-state money is flooding it. it. We need to be consistent, and we cannot accept it, whether it's for issues or whether it's for candidates. Out-of-state money is trying to buy our criminal justice system. We see it, and we know it, and we have to call it out. And I would certainly commit just keeping uh, this election about people from within our community, and let's let's have a vote on the issues that we see before us, which is people who are committing violent acts across the county and holding those individuals accountable. It's all about public safety. Yeah, it should be anyway, uh, and and unfortunately, I don't think it is, uh, at least when it comes to your opponent. So, yeah, t- Tony, to your point, yes, we have invited Matthew onto the program. <clears throat> we have reached out several times. We have not yet been uh, uh, received a response, but I will indeed ask him if he will return. Agree if um, Mike O'Malley does. Uh, both of them should return any donations that were made to their campaigns from outside the state of Ohio. We could even limit it to Cuyahoga County, but but that's okay because people in Ohio uh, do business in and visit. 
customize it and and do touristy things and so forth in Cuyahoga County, and they all need safety and security as well. So, but outside the state of Ohio, donations donations should be returned. Mike O'Malley is committing to do that. We're calling on Matthew on to do the same thing, and we'll see where this campaign goes in the course of the next month and a half until March nineteenth. Um, so, gentlemen, we are and Tony. Thank you for calling in to give your input on that. I appreciate it, <clears throat> Mike O'Malley, of course. The prosecutor, thank you for the time. Uh, there's six weeks between now and that, um, a little bit more than six, six and a half weeks between now and that uh, primary election on March 19th. I hope as your campaign continues, we can talk again so we can underscore the importance of making sure that we do have somebody who is dedicated to safety and security in Cuyahoga County, which I do not believe your opponent is. So we'll, we hope to talk to you again soon. Thank you much. It's a pleasure <clears throat> to be with you today, Bob. And you as well. Thank you, sir. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.